behind the curtain. Now there's a curtain, there's another room, and there's a curtain. And in that room is some shit. You're like, God damn, I didn't know y'all was fucking doing this back here. <laughs> I didn't know y'all was getting this type of money back here. What the fuck? Y'all been doing this for how long? This is how it happens. There's a there's a room that you get in, and the information and understanding that comes in it. The end. It's it's unreal, the stuff that you start to discover. But it's a discovery. It's a discovery. You gotta stumble upon this treasure of information and discovery. And if you don't, maybe you're in the right environment and you hear some stuff and you can ask some questions, but nine times out of ten it's not offered. It's a search and find. And when I was constantly in those situations and I find myself saying, so how, but why? Well, then what did you do? Right. Damn, after that, then what? What the fuck did you, what, how, how did that even work? I was in a room with Jeff Bezos and uh, Robert Kraft. This was the the Patriots that won the Super Bowl. And we're, we're in like the this little private room after. And Tom Brady is like giving a speech, thanking Robert uh, for all. Robert thanks Tom. And I'm with my wife and a friend. And Jeff Bezos walks in. My friend goes, they go, Jeff Bezos. Oh, shit, I'm going to say what's up. I said, that's a motherfucker. I, I would love to pick his brain. That's an interesting individual. No, don't do that. What do you mean don't do that? <laughs> Who said don't, don't do that? My friend. No, 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 don't do that. Why? What are you talking about? Why are you going to do that, Kevin? There's a room full of people. Don't look like the dude that's thirsty. Thirsty for what? For fucking information, dick face? <laughs> who got to like a little, who got to like a little fucking spat? For what? <laughs> fucking information? I want to fucking say, hey. I want to see my face. I want to ask him some questions. I ain't going to see this man no more. I don't know him. We're not on a phone number to phone number basis. I'm going to say what's up to him. All right, can I do you? I'm just saying this environment is just chill. It's relaxed. And that shit start to click to me. That's the problem. Everybody's too cool. Everybody's too fucking cool. Right. Everybody wants you to think that they know. You don't know. You don't know shit. We don't know shit. There's one Jeff Bezos. There's fucking one. He's right there. Almost trillionaire. Hey, Jeff. Come here, man. Hey, man. <laughs> First of all, explain a trillion to me. What is that? How many zeros? What is that? First of all, do you know how excited he must be to talk to you, too? I, who knows? I'm going to fucking find out. <laughs> I'm going to fucking find out. You know what I did, Joe? What? Hey, man, I'll be right back, babe. Come on. Took my wife with me. Hey, Jeff, I'm Kevin Hart. How you doing, man? Hey, Kevin. How are you? Jeff, this is my wife, Nico. Hey, hey, man. I admire you. I don't fucking know anything about that world and death, but I admire you. I admire you for being a guy that fucking created and accomplished some shit that is a phenomenon. I want to shake your hand. I would love to talk one day. Kev, hey, man. Good meeting you. Quite sure we'll bump past one day. Hey, if we do or don't, you gonna remember this. I just want to tell you I admire you. I don't need shit. I'm not asking for anything. But what I did, I set myself up for another conversation for when I got the opportunity. You're talking here, but I'm gonna come over, man. I admire you. I want to fucking ask you a bunch of questions about this Amazon shit and ask you how you came <laughs> up with it. I don't think this is the time or place, but I want you to see my face. Have you ever seen a photo of him sitting at his desk 
and there's a banner behind them, a plastic nylon, like, hanging banner that says Amazon.com. It's in, like, the 1990s. Jesus. When people were like, what the fuck are you doing, selling books on the internet? And this is shitty-looking Ikea desk. Look at this desk. Look at him. This is him here. Look Jesus at this. Christ. Amazon.com. In, in, in marker. Yeah, it looks like spray paint. Spray paint. Look yeah. at this shit here. Look at that shitty bullshit desk, that dorky looking dude. Look at the cords. Yeah. Now he's all buff and jacked and shit. Jesus. Now he's a savage that's basically conquering the business world. Richest man, well, richest man publicly. I think um, there's a bunch of them oil billionaire yeah, trillionaire dudes. Yeah, that's got some shit too. They don't they have just, to. They just yeah, like, they shut up. Yeah. They don't want to say anything. Yeah. Either way, I was in a room with that man. Yeah. I, I didn't, there wasn't a level of cool that I had that that would keep me from just going and saying hello or asking a question for that matter. Right. And, and it's being in those spaces that intrigued the thought. I was like, dude, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do my part and say it. I'm going to say, hey, when it comes to producing and production, here's what I've done. Here's the walls that I've hit, and here's where it's really hurt me. But here's what I've learned, and here's why I do it this way. My ambition is fueled from possibility. I'm giving you all this shit. I'm giving you all this shit. What am I doing? I'm going to die and take it with me? Yeah. I'm keep it in the coffin with me? I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to fucking give it. Well, also, the possibility that some young kid could listen to this audio thing, listen to you talk about these things, and then one day succeed and run into you. The same way you ran into Jeff Bezos. Oh, my God. Run into Kevin Hart. Oh, my God. I got to tell you, I got where I am because I listened. I listened to you talk about your life. I listened to you talk about your fuck-ups, and that you made me feel like you were human. Like, I thought you were just Kevin Hart. Like when people see you, you're Kevin Hart. You're walking the red carpet. You're 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 in Jumanji. You're all over the place. There's fucking comedy specials for fifty thousand people in arenas and shit. People don't know that you're a human. You don't mm -hmm. seem like a human life. And some kid might just get a spark off of that and blow that spark, make that ember flame up and take over. And next thing you know, you're running into that person at some other Super Bowl party. I can't even do. I can't even tell you. That's the. That's For me, dream. that's that's what it's about. Yes. That's that's yeah. that's as strong as anything else. Yeah. And that's it's gonna impact. it's gonna impact some people. You know, there's gonna be people that don't have room for it, right? Mm -hmm. they, they're all closed up. It's a they're, they're, you know, this like a, a cup. They, there's no room in their cup. They're mm -hmm. they're full of their own shit. So it's already sold and delivered to Netflix, but they're actually starting airing it on January first. It, it's a, another gymnastics move. They were supposed to start it during the Olympics last summer, but of course there were no Olympics, so they held it till January. So, but they're all, I, I say it's on because it's delivered, and that, that's when it's going to start worldwide. So did I? So I pitched. Um, luckily, back then when I pitched the first one, they were open to hear pitches from independent producers. Um, I got lucky because the timing. They were a big company, but they weren't what they are today. So they they were still taking pitches from indie producers. So I went in there and I pitched them myself, and you know I learned a lot. It's 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 a whole different style. They get so many pitches. I didn't know this back then. You got to keep those pitches really short, get to the point, really sweet, because they get so many of them that they get tired of hearing them. So they just want to make a quick decision and hear what you got to say. So I pitched it. I pitched it too long. 
I had like a half an hour meeting and I probably took 20 minutes to pitch that other than, you know, 10 minutes of pleasantries. Today, I pitch in two minutes, two to three minutes max. That's all it, that's all it takes. They, know, they, they generally know, right? So I pitched it and they said, okay, sounds good. We like it. Let's do it. But we don't want to take delivery from you because you're an indie producer. We want to take delivery from a distribution company that we're already set up to do business with we don't want to set you up as a new client in our database it's too much work for us so i said but i'm also a distributor i have my own distribution company and um i, I make delivery i'm like I, I make perfect delivery to the distributors or to I, i'm making delivery to broadcasters around the world so delivery is not an issue and they said yeah but we're so busy we have so much going on we would prefer that we put you through a distributor and i said i don't have a problem with that except for they're going to charge me a full fee for doing nothing. I mean, I pitched you, I did the sale, you want the movie, I'm going to have to pay their full commission. And they said, Jeff, you seem like a sharp guy, figure it out. Go negotiate it, figure it out. So they gave me a list of, of like six or seven distributors that they recommended who I could do business with. I met with two of them, I chose one of them, and I cut a good deal, but not a fantastic deal because I had no leverage. They knew that I was sent there, so I had to deliver through another distributor. I was kind of a little peeved by it, but you know what? It was Netflix. That's what they wanted, and what am I going to argue? I mean, you know, so that I had I had to do that deal, and it worked out well. The, the, the other people, they did the deal. Then they actually happened to be a good distributor. They did some other deals, too, and it worked out pretty well, so I can't complain about it. So the second time around, same thing. Go to Netflix. Pitch them on the movie, love it, let's do it. I said, guys, please don't make me go through a distributor. They said, Jeff, you know the rules, got to go through a distributor. I said, how many times do we have to go down this? Anyways, same thing happens. I go, I use a different distributor this time, because now it's different times. I, I actually make, you know, a different type of deal, and it works out. Third time around, let's do it, please. Let me just deliver to you. Please let me deliver to you. If I fail, I said, listen, if I fail, don't even pay me the licensing fee. If I don't deliver on time, per exactly per your specs, which I'm doing anyways to these other distributors, I said, I'm already, they're doing nothing. They're just pushing a button to send the materials that I've given them. I, I have your delivery list and your specs. I make the, I do all the delivery items. Please just give me a chance. The third time they did. So now it's direct. And if there's Netflix people watching, thank you very much. I really appreciate that you let me have that chance. And I made delivery. I made delivery two months ahead of their delivery schedule. And everything's fine. And they already confirmed delivery. And it's perfect delivery. And you know, their delivery schedule is five pages long. I mean, and by the way, I have to deliver those movies in 18 languages and, and six subtitles. 20, there's 25 versions of them. And uh, I mean, delivery alone is a lot more money than a lot of indie filmmakers spend on making their movies, just making delivery. All the soundtracks, all the M&E tracks, everything. I mean, it's it's a very, very extensive process making delivery. But there's, you know, companies you use who are certified, you know, um, um, I forget what they call them, not aggregators, uh, whatever, they're, they deliver, they, they specialize in, in delivering to Netflix and you hire them and they do your, your dubs and your this and your that and you just have to manage it all. 
And then, you know, some stuff, you do your own stuff, your own artwork and things like that. So you, you have, making delivery is, is a big part of the business, and you have to do it properly. But I really appreciate that Netflix gave me a chance to do it, and I did it properly, and, uh, and hopefully that, you know, I mean, I, again, that's part of distribution. How did you get the appointment to, to pitch, to even know that your pitch was too long originally, and you shortened it down? Because it's hard on the sales guy. I mean, you know, I remember I went from law school into the sales department of a distribution company. That's what you do. You you get appointments and you meet with people and you pitch them. And you have to be super, super tenacious and, and very persistent and polite. And the most important thing is you have to, here's here's the motto I tell everybody who works for me. You, you can quote me on this. No means not today. Everybody starts with a no. Everybody starts with a no. And if you take no as the definitive answer, you cannot survive in this business. I say no means not today. It means I'm not going to give you the appointment today. I'm not going to give you the deal. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to even talk to you. I'm not going to return your email. I don't take that as personal rejection. That's part of the business. It's a pain in the butt, but it's part of the business. And I just keep at it over and over and over in a very nice way. I assume that that's part of the business. And I have 22 years of experience getting those. There's lots and lots of no's. Lots of doors shut on your face. Lots of no return phone calls. Thousands. Tens of thousands of them. But, you know, ultimately, if you believe in your product and you know that you have something to offer to them, you know, sooner or later they'll maybe, you know, give you a shot. If you, I used to say, you know, it takes 100 calls to get an appointment. I don't say that anymore. Now I say it takes 250 calls to get an appointment. The number's gone up. So if you know that going into it, and you know, for all the people who were up with me in my office, they know that that's true. They might say, no, Jeff, you're wrong. It's now 300, you know? And, but we, you know that. That's part of the process, and, and you just deal with it, and you live with it. And it's, 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 is it a little depressing and, and aggravating? Yeah, of course it is, you know? And, are people totally rude and you know not returning any emails or calls or part of the process you're bringing with you just a log line synopsis okay i'm an anomaly don't independent producers who are watching this do not assume this is this is this is the blair witch project this is this is not what normally goes on okay i had a track record from two other films if i didn't have that i wasn't even going to get every single time you do it it's a new adventure yeah, so they know that I can make the movie on time and on budget and a quality movie. That helps open the door and get the appointment to start with. All right? There's no way. There's no way. You adopted a white baby, bro? Holy shit, you made it, bro. <laughs> God, bro, this is going full circle. America started by guys that look like him buying guys that look like you. And here we are in 2021, you got your payback, motherfucker. <laughs> you bought yourself a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white baby and owned that motherfucker. This is unbelievable. I can't even believe what I'm looking at right now.
I have a dream. <laughs> that one day white kids will be purchased by us, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck playing around the playground. I want to buy them little sons of bitches. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my lord. I don't even know what to say no more. This is absolutely mind boggling. How, was he like a baby baby when you adopted him? Baby baby. Black people age so well, I swear to God, I thought you were friends, bro. That's, this fucking Benjamin Button looking white guy about to look older than his father, man. How old are you? 19, 19 today. Oh my God. Happy birthday, man. You're officially free, my friend. 19 years old. You can go. You can go out there and brace your whiteness. 